From high atop the world headquarters of Southeastern Fly, this is the Southeastern Fly Podcast. Subscribe or follow wherever you consume podcasts. And if you find value in this episode and you want to give back, just simply drop by the Southeastern Fly store at southeasternfly.com and then just make a purchase of a hat, shirt, and you get a free decal when you do that. So what are we talking about today? Uh, I spent the last four days on the water and the days were good. One of them was slow, which has happened to be today. And that kind of lines up with what uh, Chandler, one of the folks that listened to the podcast, Chandler sent me an email the other, other day and said, hey, I've had some slow days on the water and uh, just want to know, what do you do when it's slow? First of all, I try to be on the entertainment committee uh, when it's slow. It's a little bit slow out there. I want to try to keep folks engaged. And what I mean by that is keep them ready. Keep them ready just whenever the fish, is, fish do decide to turn on uh, that my folks are ready. Because if it's slow, you just don't get quite as many opportunities, which means that uh, it's real easy to fall into a lull and just, you know, kind of think, well, let's start thinking about something else. Not looking at the fly, not looking at the indicator. So try to keep yourself engaged. There's a couple things that that really I think uh, probably would help. They're conflicting, but they are important nonetheless. First one is to stop what you're doing and just back out of the water or just anchor up or whatever, however you're fishing. Look at the section you're wanting to fish and just use your senses of and 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 just observate is what I call it. Uh, it's just observation about what's going on in the water, watching the water. Look down in the water. If it's clear, try to look and, and sort out all the rocks and logs and crevices and places and color changes and depth changes and that sort of thing. But do that for a little while. Watch for rising fish, obviously. Let them let them give away their, their uh, position to you and, and then get your plan together. And I had talked about a plan on, on uh, I don't know, it's been about four, five, six uh, of these just me talking episodes uh, where I talk about it, uh, talk about a topic. So just use your sense of observation, your eyes, your ears, uh, just, just look and watch and and see what you find. Look into the eddies, look into where the water's running, where it's not the pools, where the pool tails out, look at all those different places and start putting together your own plan. Another way uh, that, that another thing that I do when the fishing's a little slow is, Keep the fly in the water. Like I said, those two observation and keep the fly in the water, they kind of butt heads just a little bit. But once you once you've done your observation or observated, and you get your plan together, get your get your fly patterns. If you want to try some different pl- fly planners patterns, make out a make out your plan there too. Like I'm going to try this, then this, then this, then this. So you're not sitting there looking in your box while you could have that fly in the water. So get a plan together there with how you're going to try your different patterns. I can't stress enough about knowing what food is in the water that you're fishing, understanding that that's not something that, that I generally try to do when I get to the river. Uh, let's say I'm fishing new water. I, you know, I might turn over a rock and all that, but I'm going to try to do some, some, uh, cruising to the fly shops, talking to some, some friends that may fish that water. Uh, like I've always said, I hire a lot of times I'll hire a guy whenever I go somewhere for the, at least the first day. 
so that I'll get some idea of what it is I'm looking about looking at there. And, you know, it, and, and folks, so folks don't mind giving information, but good information sometimes can be hard, hard to come by, but knowing what's in the, what, uh, what food sources are in the water and what the different patterns are that match those food sources. I think that's critical, but again, that's work that you probably want to do before you leave the house. But when it comes time to select the different uh, different fly patterns that you're going to use, have a plan, stick to that plan uh, so you're not looking in your box thinking, well, what do I want to try next? You know, but have a plan. If it, if it goes from big to little, large to small, uh, your different colors, your different patterns, the different silhouettes, if you're, if you're fishing streamers and that sort of thing, the different sizes, uh, different retrieves. That sort of thing. Just make a plan and stay and stick with it, which is not easy to do because it's easy to kind of get off. If, you, if something happens, you might, oh gosh, I need to do this. And the next thing you know, you've blown your whole plan, uh, and and maybe still not ca- caught a lot of fish or any fish. I mean, everybody's had those zero days out there uh, where you go and you just it's a skunky day and you you end up getting skunked. And everybody's been there. So the, for the folks that are thinking you haven't been skunked, I guarantee you have. Uh, and so have I, and so have a lot of people listening to this to, to, to podcast, trying to get some information. So some days it's just a grind and you just have to kind of stick and stay and make them pay is what I, what I tell people is, Hey, we're just, we're going to grind it out. You know, we're, we're going to look for patterns as far as where fish are feeding and, and, you know, are they on wood today? Are they on rocks? Are they on a color change? Are they on a depth change? Are they sticking close to some bigger chunk rock especially if we're fishing for smallies uh maybe they're not going to eat dries today maybe they're straight up fishing and eating nymphs or emergers and that's what we're going to have to do and we're just going to have to grind it out and sometimes that's just just kind of the way it goes i mean you just gotta like i say stick and stay make them pay as much as you can and and hopefully you you get something that turns that day into a great day maybe a big fish maybe a really colored up fish that you want a picture of or Maybe they turn on and there you are and you're, you're getting some good numbers and that's what you came for. So, so you'll want to, you know, try your different things, but most of all, I think it's have a plan. Observation's critical. Having a plan is critical. Having that fly in the water after you've made, after you've done your observation and you've made your plan and you've got your flies on. Definitely. If you're fishing nymphs, I say this every time. And I know you've heard this if you listen to this podcast, but by all means, if you're not going to do anything else and you're fishing nymphs, change the depth. Uh, and I don't want to preach on that, but it's easy to get lulled into into just fishing the same, you know, same depth over and over with different patterns, thinking that they're not eating. And they may be 10 inches above it or 15 inches below your fly. So that's definitely something to to consider. But, you know, some days are just slow, you know, to, three out of four good days over the past four days have been good and then one day was slow we still caught fish don't get me wrong and we just i don't think we caught as many as i wanted to catch uh so i felt like it was it was pretty slow but the folks that i was fishing that were fishing with me were extremely happy and caught they caught some nice fish not huge but nice uh some really colored up fish it's starting to kind of turn fall here just a little bit the browns got a little more butter on them uh butter color uh, the red spots are getting a little more vivid. You can, you can, you can see the change in them. Uh, if you take a picture of one, you can see the change over one about the same size from, uh, probably about a month ago. They're starting to really come into their own. They've got a couple months to go, 
uh, before, what is it, September, October? Yeah, it's the middle of September, isn't it? So they did about a month and a half, about a month and a half of, of really turning on those colors, and then they'll start moving through the different um, patterns of their of their spawning ritual that, you know, it doesn't necessarily take for some of the stock fish, but the, up in the higher elevations, it's they're, they're getting there now. So you'll start seeing some really vivid pictures coming uh, from folks as, as they take pictures of their fish. But that, that it's a, it's a good time of the year to be out, but you know, you kind of have to work with the generation, especially around the tailwaters when they start drawing down these lakes uh, around Tennessee, North Georgia, North Carolina, and Alabama, they'll start drawing down the lakes, and, and then you got to be pretty careful about how you wade, where you wade, and that sort of thing, and times of day, and that sort of thing. But uh, And then in, in the upper elevations right now, barring a hurricane or, or a heavy weather pattern coming in, the the creeks and the rivers uh, and the Smokies and the Appalachians are probably down a little bit, uh, not terrible, but as 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 September October goes on, usually they'll they'll start getting lower and lower. So stealthy is uh, bring your stealth. That's critical. So, but you know what to try when the fishing's slow. Try different patterns. Be stealthy. I think is a big one. Use your observation skills by watching. Watch other people. If you if you got them in sight too, see what they're doing. Don't be afraid to ask somebody. Hey, what's 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 working for you and and how you fishing it? The how how are you fishing it is. Uh, probably one of the bigger things of, you know, what's your presentation look like? And you can kind of watch people and see that too. So don't be afraid to ask somebody, what are they eating today? Uh, and most of the time people will tell you, get you in the ballpark anyway. And like I said, stick and stay and make them pay. You gotta, you just gotta stick in there and fish all those different types of water, different changes in depth and colors and, and fish uh, structure and not structure and just, you know, fish wherever you're fishing. Make sure that you fish it thoroughly, slowly, and uh, have a good presentation. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Um, whenever it's slow is just try to change it up a little bit, but go back to a certain pattern of the plan, a certain plan and say, all right, here is what I'm going to do. Unless something super drastic changes, I'm doing this for the next hour, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. And then I might stop and, and, and do a little more observation and rethink a plan and try something a little bit different than that. So that's, uh, that's what I do whenever I, whenever the fishing's slow. So like I said, if you, uh, don't mind subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts, if you find value in this episode and you want to give back, just drop by Southeastern fly, click on the store and then just make a purchase of a hat or a t-shirt uh, and get a free decal. We've got some Southeastern Fly decals out there, too. So what was our subject today? What to try when it's slow. That's really the big thing here. So you heard it here on Southeastern Fly. See you next time.